0: Dan, thank you very, very much. Good evening, President Kraft, Board of Trustees, faculty, family, and friends, and most important, the class of 2015. Congratulations to you. You've accomplished something extraordinary. And thank you for inviting me to be part of your very special day. I've had the privilege to represent Napa Valley College during my entire time in congress and my entire time in the state senate i know many of the faculty and the teachers i've spoken with many of the students i've hosted campus forums to discuss important issues such as college affordability international trade and protection of our important natural resources i am a Napa valley college alum Napa Valley College got my life on track. Actually, that's an understatement. Napa Valley College saved my life. I came to this campus from the Army as a high school dropout with an Army-earned GED. After serving in Vietnam, I enrolled in some classes right here. And to be quite honest, I did it so I could get my GI Bill dollars. But something happened along the way when I got to this campus. I connected with the faculty, I learned to love learning, and I learned to love school. I transferred to a four-year college, and I earned my bachelor's degree and my master's. I even managed to take a little sidetrack and graduate from high school. It took me until I was in my 30s, but I did it, and I owe it all to Napa Valley College. So parents and family members, on a side note, if your graduate took a little longer to get to this point in their educational journey, know it could have been a lot worse. Graduates, whether you're continuing your educational journey elsewhere or going into the workforce, what comes next is not going to be easy. But here's the good news. Because of your time at Napa Valley College, it will be easier. It will also be easier because you won't be entering into the economy of the Great Recession. Whether you're entering the workforce now or in two years, you're going into an economy that's on the upswing. Unemployment is down. The stock market's up. More than 220,000 jobs were created in April, and we've seen 62 straight months of private sector job growth. Nearly three million private sector jobs were created last year, and all the economists predict that 2015 will be even better. You're already ahead of the curve. I know finishing school was hard, but I also know that my time at Napa Valley College is why I have the opportunity to do what I do today. Likewise, your education will allow you to create opportunities for yourself. So work hard, find a good job, pursue your goals, keep having a little fun, make some money, there's certainly nothing wrong with that, and plus the taxes that you pay on those monies will help fund community college for other people, so that's a good thing. But don't forget that you have an obligation to your community. By virtue of living in the United States, you will have opportunities that are unavailable to many of your peers in other parts of the world. You've earned those opportunities, but it's our great country that ensures you're able to pursue them. And this didn't just happen by chance. Others before you sacrificed, got involved and took action to make it this way. You have the responsibility to do the same. A few months ago, I took the most inspiring trip I've been on while serving as a member of Congress. It wasn't to anywhere glamorous, it wasn't to some exotic country or to a top secret military compound somewhere. It was to a place called Selma, a little town in Alabama about a quarter of the size of Napa. I was there with Republicans and Democrats and we were commemorating the 50th anniversary of Bloody Sunday, a day when some 600 demonstrators walked across the Edmund Pettus Bridge through a fog of tear gas and swinging police batons so that all Americans, no matter the color of their skin, could have equal access to the ballot box. Fifty marchers that day were hurt so badly they had to be medically treated. Seventeen were hospitalized. One woman was beaten unconscious. My colleague, Congressman John Lewis from Georgia, then just a 26-year-old college graduate, led that Sunday protest in 1965. He did it because he knew the only way to change things was to take action. He marched. He suffered brutalities. He endured hatred. But out of it all, he sparked a national movement that culminated in President Lyndon Johnson signing the Voting Rights Act into law. All because John Lewis and others got involved. Because they took action. They acted. Graduates, life's not a spectator sport. Every aspiration you have, every goal you've set, every measure of success you've laid out, it will require you to be involved and to take action. And this isn't just a prerequisite for personal achievement. Like the marchers in Selma understood, it's also a responsibility you have to our country and to others. Even if you live on top of the highest mountain where you'll never have to worry about the rise in sea level, you still have a duty to do your part to address climate change. Even if you have the biggest bank account and the largest house, you still have a duty to address income disparity. Even if you've never been the victim of bigotry or the target of discrimination, you have a duty to take a stand against it. Every injustice that we've stomped out, every oppression that we've overcome, every inequity we've defeated, every prejudice we've prevailed against. They were all the result of people recognizing their duty to get involved and then taking action. When women couldn't vote, Susan B. Anthony, a Quaker from a small town in Massachusetts, got involved and took action. She traveled state to state for 45 years, giving 100 speeches every year. Her drive helped pass the 19th Amendment so that no one would be be denied suffrage on account of their gender. When farm workers in the Central Valley of California were being underpaid and taken advantage of, a young Mexican-American Navy veteran named Cesar Chavez got involved and he took action. He founded what would become the largest farm workers union so that they could stand up for the rights of workers. And when African Americans were denied equal access to schools, lunch counters and bus seats, a southern preacher named Dr. Martin Luther King got involved and he took action. He stood up and he proclaimed his dream that one day our nation would live up to our creed that we are all created equal. Now poll taxes and literacy tests are in history's dustbin. Restaurants, buses and schools are integrated. Today, Americans face different challenges. There's an unrest overseas, record income inequality at home, and a changing climate that threatens humankind in every corner of our world. You and your generation will be asked to face these challenges. And like those who took a stand for women's suffrage, workers' rights, and racial equality, it's up to your generation to take action and to address them. Know your power. Know your potential and take action. Make no mistake, these are big challenges, but they're not insurmountable. So don't worry about the size of the obstacle compared to the stature of one person. If history has taught us one thing, it's that human beings have phenomenal potential. Ordinary people can achieve extraordinary things. If you have doubts, remember the 26-year-old college graduate in Selma the Quaker from Massachusetts, the poor Mexican-American migrant farmer, and the Southern preacher with a dream. Through simple but courageous actions and with the help of other brave but ordinary Americans, they overcame big odds and they made our country an even greater place. And so will you. Never let the fear of failing keep you from taking action. Facing challenges and failing will always be better than shrinking from them. Striking out will always be better than not getting off the bench. And no matter how many times you may fall down, just make sure it's less than the number of times you get back up. And no matter what, have a little fun. Make time for your family and your friends. You know, even President Lincoln skipped cabinet meetings to play baseball on the, on the White House lawn. Warren Buffett and Bill Gates still find time to play online bridge together. And our own Buster Posey can win us a World Series and still watch The Bachelorette with his wife. So class of 2015, Napa Valley College has given you the education you need to succeed. But they've also given you the tools you need to take action for the good of others. Use those tools. If you see wrongs, right them. If you witness injustices, push back against them. If there's an ideal you believe in, stand up for it. You're too smart to stand on the sidelines. Get involved, take action. Remember, life isn't a spectator sport. Thank you and congratulations to the class of 2015.